Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you, our Patreon supporters who we would still be doing this. Wait, no, we won't do this unless you support us. I got to go for psychology. Nah, but for real, we appreciate everyone who supports us in doing this. And yeah, y'all are awesome. We love you. Patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can buy our love. Come and get your love. Do, 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 do. All right, Scott, what, what's new with you, sir? I've been selling stuff. I've sold, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to take away. I, yes, say, I think I sold have. seven pedals since we last talked. Yeah. So gear market, you know, falling apart. I'm, I'm calling cap on that. Um, things are selling pretty well. I, I mean, and the good thing is, is... We were in uh, tax return season. Yeah, I think that's a big factor in it. But like now it seems like a great time. If you've been like sitting on stuff, I'd suggest listing it. I've got some stuff listed. It's not on not a lot I don't it's not on reverb. That's what I needed. I really need to put it on reverb. I, I'm um, shocked by how often I'm getting like lowballed and I say no. And then like this morning I woke up and I had a four AM purchase from somebody. And ah, I got that in the mail I got that in the mail before they sobered up. Um <laughs> But yeah, and it was like full price, like just, you know, so randomly some people are not even negotiating. They're just straight up buying, which has which has been awesome. Yeah. I got great. like 1500 bucks in my gear fund right now. Well, no, not, not anymore. Cause I spent some of it. $1,450 in your gear fund. Yeah. Well, 50 of uh, it went to Diaz. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, well, n- that's my, what's new this week. We can do a two parter. <laughs> like a. My, my what's new is I, I sold something. I, sold, <laughs> I won't say what it is. I don't think it matters, but whatever. If it helps you sleep. I mean, I've talked about getting one for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I've, I've just been in the urge. I've got so much stuff that I'm just not doing anything with. And I mean, so I'm like, I'm just going to sell some stuff. That's what I did. And so now it's a bunch of, I, I bought some stuff I want to try. Probably going to sell all of it at some point. It's fine. Yeah, I sold. So I sold Scott my Nobles ODR Mini. Yep. Um, paid a he paid a very fair price for it. So I paid what you paid it, for it. Yep. That's why I said very fair. <laughs> Literally, the definition of fair. Um, I actually, and the good thing was, is I solved the box and everything with it. Oh, that's a so, rarity with you. Um, I've actually gotten a lot better. I haven't been throwing boxes away. That's the, Some for, of the pedal, that's the foresight to know that you're going to sell it again, but um, yeah, I honestly, because I'm like looking at my board. There's so much stuff I just don't use. I've literally like it's funny because I went from it's like, even on your board, board and you're not using it. Like it, when it's at that level, it's like yeah, wow. But it's hard yeah. to recognize that. Like a lot of my like I don't use stuff is all like sitting on shelves and stuff. Yeah, I do have my shelves up, but. Honestly, a lot of the pedals, some of them, like my Chris Christofferson pedal, um, one of the knobs is broken. I sold mine a while ago. Yeah, I can't sell mine because the, the knob is broken. You can like replace the actual, like, the pot and everything. Yeah, you could replace that. I don't I don't even have a soldering iron right now. No? I thought you did. No. No, I've been talking about getting one. I I, I don't have one right now. I, I did at one point, but then I got divorced. and so She uh, got the soldering were- iron in the divorce? Um, a lot of stuff got left behind, dude. Sometimes you just got to get your shit and get out, <laughs> like get what's important and go. Um, so, yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I got a few pedals, and I got some pedals that need some work done. That got jacked up. Yeah. So if anyone's looking to buy some pedals, I do have some for sale. I listed. A, got the. Pigtronics Resitron, the Native Audio Midnight V1. Is that V1 uh, for t- me? Huh? 
Did I sell you the V1? No, I got mm. that one from Philip. Okay. Did Philip buy one from you? I think everyone in our Patreon chat has owned a Midnight from Native Audio at some point or another. Yeah. yeah. I just don't use it. It's just kind of sitting there. So, anyhow. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's try and find the <laughs> try and find the list. The list. Oh, of the of the stuff I got for sale. Tysco fuzz. Um. Oh, yellow cake fried gold. Oh, I should have probably. Yeah. Gear supply light drive. I still haven't tried the Tysco fuzz. It's a good fuzz. I enjoy it quite a bit. I just I'm not using it so. Yeah. But it's also I mean, a type of fuzz that I can't capture and just let go of either. Like I, the, it's not like, so like the ODR, basically I'm going to find my setting I like on it. I'm going to capture it into my quad cortex and probably flip it or sell it. Probably won't really yeah. make anything on flipping it, but I'll at least sell it. Um, so it's like that, that's kind of how I'm looking at some of these where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try it. It'll be there. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have a capture or two of an ODRC, but I kind of want to try the simplified controls. Well, so. all I'm saying is I'm already shipping you one pedal. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was... Yeah, I know. Now, I don't know if I have the box for the Tysco fries. I think that was before my foresight started kicking in. Mm. So... Right. But I'm just saying I'm already shipping you a pedal tomorrow, so... Yeah, I'll think about it. How much did How much was I asking for it? I don't remember. I couldn't find the list. Oh. I kept scrolling. Oh. And I couldn't find it. Let's see. Who did I text it to? Oh, I texted. You get to our group, message. the Patreon group. They got first crack at your uh, all your pedals. Um, let's see. I was asking seventy five for the Tysco Fuzz. That's a that's a decent price on it. Are you gonna try to hard sell me right now on the air? Yep. Ah. No, I'm not. I'm, I mean, no, no. I'm. I'm hoping just by the end of the episode, I hear a ding on my phone, and I've got Venmo. <laughs> and just, and the note just says, "Just send the damn pedal." <laughs> but uh, what I should um, try doing is just lowballing you via Venmo, where like you already have the money, but it's like lower <laughs> than you wanted, and then you're just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I just call your bluff. I'm like, you're gonna have to give me back that fifty bucks. I, just, I wouldn't do fifty. Uh, 70 i mean 75 is already a really great price on it so they're how much are they new like 120 yeah. 110 maybe yeah um oh there's one for 70 on reverb right now but that that doesn't include that's 10 dollars shipping so that's 80 i would do 70 and i'm already shipping to you so we'll call it square there yeah but we did 65 it's the same amount of money as you selling it as at 70 on reverb you know, after all the things that come out of it, so I'll take sixty-five from you. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is. you're already you're already paying for shipping though, so like it's actually yeah, not adding like, anything. Yeah, I've got it. I pick. I'm supposed to pick up my car tomorrow, and that's got all my flat rate shippers in the back of it. So there you go. Oh, I do. I'll I'll find a box for the fuzz to put in. So yeah, please don't right, just, yeah, just throw happened. that. <laughs> just throw it in the bag <laughs> like dude this thing is built kind of heavy i mean you've, so like, you've sort of done that with one pedal before but what pedal was it i don't know i don't think so. no there was the box that was a little bit looser than it should have been yeah. it wasn't packed tight enough that's what you're talking about mm -hmm. you know what we should probably yeah. be talking about <laughs> the gear news some gear news yeah, instead of making this deal on the air, that that they, all right, that's also Scott's what's new for next week too. It's this is uh, we have like four new pedals next week. week. <laughs> like I sold seven, but I bought twelve. This isn't how it was supposed to go. Um, all right, so let's do some gear news. Uh, by the way, I just want to point out that in Scott's, what Scott likes to organize the gear news by category. So to help myself follow that kind of, I made <laughs> I made it into a list <laughs> and put the the headers for the categories. So, Scott, did that please you to the, this week? I was I was impressed. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're you're uh, in the wrong order. Amps usually follow those guitars, but oh, I was just going on the level of what affects your tone the most, 
with miscellaneous being the most important. <laughs> so, uh. all right. Remember how we were worried about this episode not being long enough because we didn't have enough things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, Diaz, yeah. we're just gonna keep talking about nothing, and that's what—that's the show. Yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ignore that Canadian impression, but do do talk about the DoD 250 is back. Uh, you know what? I don't fucking care. <laughs> like honestly, I I feel like I'm so tired of the 250 just from dealing with the whole 60 cycle hum and listen much love for 60 cycle hum trust me love ryan and steve but steve we, more than i ryan. just got thanks for the views yeah thank you steve um you're you're better than ryan is <laughs> like i was just so tired of hearing about it because i honestly it's one of those that like i had the 50 50 from pelican noise works i bought it because it was 60 cycle hum and pelican noise works i never jived with it um i've had uses for it but yeah i can i can feel that well it's one of those things that like i felt like everyone liked it just to like it and i and i was i is one of those people like (laughs) i was one of them but then like it's like okay at some point we have to say that the emperor is not wearing clothes like i don't think it's that amazing wow yeah I remember when somebody sold like their DOD two fifty or their their fifty fifty for like four hundred five hundred bucks to some flipper, and then he was just like tried to flip it more and just got stuck with it because we all yes, listed was- ours all at the same time for like seven hundred dollars and just as yep. a joke, and someone bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So anyway, uh, Cortec, who now owns the brand. Has said um, some of their classic designs are are in the works and coming back. DoD 250, the the Overdrive preamp 250 is the first one being shown, and it's more kind of vintage presentation. But they've also said that Tom Cram, who's one of the designers from one of the eras, he was he was sort of behind like the Rubberneck and the Carcosa Fuzz, some of the ones that people really love. Um, will be involved um, in what's coming out. So this is nice. good. I mean, it's it's good to see that DoD and Digitech aren't dying out. You know what I mean? And actually, mm-hmm. they're, they are For bringing sure. some of their good designs back. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, also, this is, so this isn't really like, it's not a new thing, but it does fall under gear news, which was something that I learned this week that was very interesting. And it seems like it's been a very well-kept secret. Um, Analog Man actually helped EHX develop the East River Drive. So now these are going to start selling like hotcakes. Yeah, I'm kind of curious of, uh, I haven't gone on reverb <laughs> since this came out, this news came out to see like, did the price inflection well, just shoot up? Like it, it was just on the GHS show kind of a thing. I mean... Yeah, like the thing is, is like Analog Man does definitely hold a higher uh, prestige than JHS and stuff like that. And to to know that like this is something that like Mike actually like put a seal of approval on because he announced that he was a part of it at some point. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, prices are trending upward a little bit, but I mean, they're still below 70 bucks. So if if you've been thinking about grabbing one. I'm just like, talking about all... used prices. Like, so like the used market didn't just dry up all of a sudden with everyone rushing to buy one. No. And also, it's an EHS X pedal that's fairly recent, so they made a bunch of them. Yeah, and those knobs are fucking amazing. It's the same knobs you always hate. I know. I was being very sarcastic, sir. Mm. Yeah. I uh, I honestly. I don't think I've ever heard of this pedal. What, the East River Drive? Oh, it sounds familiar. I just, I have no real knowledge of this pedal. You have no knowledge of it. Yeah, this was one of those things that, like, when everyone was going on about the soul food, people were like, well, if you like a tube screamer, this is the way to go. I mean, this was pretty popular. I mean, new, they're 8160. That's not bad. That's phenomenal. Well, they're not in stock right now So at Sweetwater. Uh, um... But of course, they probably went from selling five a week and maybe. Yeah. 
There's a bunch like, of new ones on Reverb though from like smaller shops. So yeah, do it to it. I, I want to try one. Like if I had my if I had the chance to get my hands on one, I'd like to mess with it. I'm not a huge tube screamer guy, but I like a mid hump every once in a while. I love a tube screamer for for a solo boost. So I like tube screamers when you have control of the bass. I'm not saying it as like so. My tube screamer has three different bass settings, so you can kind of okay. you can kind of pick what's what right for it? that moment. Um, I have the Aeon FX kit one that I oh, built. okay. So it has three different clipping options. You can do like symmetrical, asymmetrical, and LED clipping, and then yeah. you can choose uh, where the bass roll off happens. I would yeah, I would like it. I don't I don't like them when they get that boominess. I so yeah. I don't know. I think I just need an EQ pedal. I also don't like people who stack them with a clon and with something else. So it's just mid on mid on mid. And it just goes mid on mid on mid. Is how the guitar sounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. All right. You know what else is not good? Actually, this is pretty good. Um, so it got leaked. Um, that. Oh, hi, Sarah Beth. Uh, everyone, I have Sarah Beth this week. And she was distracted for a minute. Hey, sweetheart, do you want to grab your iPad and go play it? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey, Miss Thing. Can you go change your pull-up? All right. Unplug it. Let me see. Bring it here. Yeah, I know you did. Good job. Come here. I'll unplug it for you. I'll help you. All right. Hey. Take that to your room and close the door so Chewy doesn't bug you and change your butt. Ow. Ow, yeah, that hurt. You're okay. Hey, who's my big girl? You're okay. Good job. Now go to your room, sweetheart. Parenting with Diaz. Here's the Chewy, screen. I don't think so. <laughs> Chewy, close the door, Sarah Beth. Chewy, and it entertains her for now. I don't, I don't like it. I don't let her play on it that much, but it's good whenever I need a distraction. So, all yeah, right, so, I got nothing. What? I got nothing. Yeah, some Marshall. So there's an image out of a Marshall vintage reissue blues breaker in the old school boxes. So when you first sent this to me, I was yes. like, oh, cool. And I thought it would be the tone, uh, their the last round. Ones? Yeah. Or like, yeah. The silver ones that mm -hmm. looked butt ugly too. Marshall has ugly pedals. They, were, they, they did some smart things. One of which was they recessed the knob so you could step down fully and not hit the knob. Um, but this is the old school enclosure, um, which you've seen on people like John Mayer and others boards. So, um, mm -hmm. Being in the vintage box, and I think that will, these will sell like crazy. Yeah, though I, I hope they fix the volume issue with the Blues Breaker. So that was one of the um, issues with the Blues Breaker was that it didn't have a whole lot of volume on tap. Mm. So. That mm. and also we all already own a Blues Breaker probably at this point. So. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I have another one in the mail. I've That's got news for future. One, I got one on the board right now. That's it. Hmm. I need to up those numbers. I need a Prince of Town. Wednesdays. Oh, I know. I just, I've been, I've been like surprisingly good about spending. Done a phenomenal job, actually. Proud of myself. Yeah. You also didn't hear this from me, but you can just flip them. Because on the used market, they're are they still going for like 200, 300 bucks on the used market? I don't know. I do get paid on Wednesdays though. And there's also the Duca tone now, but that's even more expensive than the Prince. Is it really? Yeah, new. Like the Prince of Tone's not that expensive. Yeah, yeah Prince of Tones yeah. are like two fifty right now. Or well, there's some that are listed for two fifty. There's some that are cheaper. But yeah, yeah they're all over two hundred bucks right yeah. now. And then new. If you can get one, um, one forty-eight. Yep. 
So that's a it's an okay flip. It's not great, but you know, when they're in stock. Mm-hmm. Wednesday about one PM Eastern time. Please don't buy one to resell on eBay. I'm pretty sure okay. do, do they uh I'll resell it on reverb, don't worry. I was gonna say, do they have a uh we're watching how many of these we'll we'll make before anyway. Mm. Like no, how like King of Tones, you can only buy four? No. It's one per order per uh day. Yeah, one per order, uh, one per order. Due to flippers buying these for immediate resale, oh. we will cancel any orders after you've bought two. Oh, wow. So I'm now ineligible because I've owned two. You bought two from them? Yep. I bought one a couple oh. years ago, and then I bought one last year, and I sold one of them after using it for about a year and a half. I, I sold my first one when I got my King of Tone, and then... I uh, sold the other one to Ian. Mm. Last, I don't know a while ago, but knowing him, Let's he'll see. he'll decide he doesn't want it anymore, and so I'll just buy it off of him. Now I got to see where I'm at on the King of Town waiting list. Oh, I'm June of 2019, June 6, 2019. Where are we at on? Uh, there? you and I are around the same time, so I think we're about okay. another year out or two. Yeah, right now it's February 9th, 2018. Five yeah. years behind. Yeah, huh. long list. That hasn't that yeah that hasn't been updated for a while. Though, honestly, since January. honestly, oh. that what I, what it seems like is the line just keeps getting longer more than they're actually getting through it. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Uh, should we talk about some amps? Yeah, let's talk about some amps. The most requested custom magnetone finishes are now available to order as standard. Thank God, because I am so tired of every time I walk into a guitar shop, I go on Facebook groups. I can't even go to the Kroger without hearing someone complain about, oh, I would buy a magnetone if they if they had this color available for like everyone instead of just custom. Thank God I can stop hearing that happen. You know what? I don't even know. Need I don't even need to like get peace and quiet anymore. That just solved all my issues. I'll never have to worry about a thing ever again. Yeah. So there's a few different finish options, uh, and there's a list of them, and I lost it in the article. Um, you can now get traditional brown, camel, dark green, and Spanish moss. Oh heavens! <sighs> yes. Oh, this is for the traditional series. You know, it's I been still have fired by the firm's top custom order options. I have not really played around with any of the new Magnetone stuff at all. No, I haven't either. I just felt like saying that because I felt we didn't have anything for amp. So I was like, I'm going to put this in there and then I'm just going to fucking mock it. Is this a Gibson brand? I don't think so. Isn't Magnetone like its own little like boutique thing? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's boutique. They're um, on their own now. Magnetone USA. I... Who owns Magnetone Amps? In the hands of its new owner, Art Duhamel. Okay. Was a brand. So Magnetone was based in California, and it was in, and it was revived in the 2010s by Ted Kornblum. I don't know if it's ever been owned by Gibson. I don't know where that came from. I also seem to remember these being very expensive. Paul, yeah, they are. Paul Bigsby designed solid body guitars for Magnetone from 1955 to 1957. Oh. They are still used today by musicians, including Neil Young. Why not? Are you fucking serious? Why wouldn't you put fucking Billy F. Gibbons? Why are you going with Neil Young? Justice for Billy. Oh, hold on. That's because he was part of the revival. He's got the new stuff. They're talking about the old stuff. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So Ted Kornblum was formerly from Ampeg and St. Louis Music. Or St. Louis Music. I don't know. Um, so the, <clears throat> let's see. All the, the design, the amps uh, respective designs 
and input was brought in by Billy Gibbons and Neil Young's guitar tech Larry Craig. But yeah, it's still no. Fuck Neil Young. Billy Gibbons. Wow, they're up to forty six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what's not forty six hundred bucks? What? Dan Electro guitars. Oh yeah. So they refresh their lineup with the smart new finishes. Why are they smart new finishes? Uh, you know, you know. Sometimes you say somebody looks good, and some days you just go, "You look smart." Oh, you look smart means you look like garbage. Uh, I believe it's a. I believe it's a British colloquialism. Oh, okay. Uh, funny story though. Um, uh, funny story. I was watching some Batman animated movies. I'm aware. Yeah, I, I know you. I see them in my HBO feed. Well, I saw. I was well. I was watching one with Superman. Actually, Jude and I were watching Superman once, and it was really funny because it, Superman. It was Superman, you know, exposing himself as Clark Kent to, you know, um, Lois Lane, and he he's as Clark Kent. He takes off his glasses and he's just like, "Look at me," and she's like, "I am," and then she stares for like five seconds she's like oh my gosh honestly pissed myself almost (laughs) like i was dying laughing because it's like literally like all she had to do is look a little bit longer like you're you're supposedly in love with this guy he's like i'm superman she's like no you're not and he takes off his glasses and he's like look (laughs) and like i was like oh that's what she's been doing wrong with their whole relationship she hasn't fucking looked wasn't part of the lore that like superman somehow like constantly moves so much that you just can't see his face clearly or something like that so like that's why no one recognizes no i honestly believe like there should be something more to it like the fact that like maybe because he's kryptonian i I don't know there needs to be the fact that no one actually gets close to him so no one actually can recognize him like he's always just a dark-haired dude from far away like he like casts a veil over someone's eyesight and they see something different than him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know, but literally, but like when I watched that, I was waiting for something like him to be like, like Alakazam and like take a spell off of her or something. Like no, he's just like look, and she did, <laughs> and she's like, oh shit, you're you're Superman. Uh all right. It's, sorry, I don't know why that made me think of when he said look smart. Okay. All right. Anyways, so they got these fifty nine. We talked about the they're bringing back the Longhorn base, but like now they've got some different colors and stuff for their fifty nine double cuts and a change of pickups for the fifty six baritone. So, yeah. Okay. We talked about purple that. sparkle. Purple sparkle. It does not. I think it would look better with white pickguard. Racist. Why? Because I can. Okay. I kind of like this like clay I like the orange kind of color that they have going on here. Which one? Uh, the, oh, that, that the one on that, the far like, right of the top image. Yeah, I kind of like that color. Yeah, I'm digging this like so that black one. If you scroll down, there's actually the they've actually got yes, that one's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That's pretty close. Very nice. Isn't that kind of close to the Grez that um, Philip bought <clears throat> in Tone? Or no? I, don't know. I guess it's a lot more sparkly. He'll correct so that's, a, that's a baritone. Ooh, I would. You know what? I need a baritone. Huh. Yeah. Anywho. What about a seven-string option or a baritone from Chapman? Because they've just. Uh, added new guitars to their high spec mid price pro series um, with 15 yeah. new model variants. Um, I just put that on there. I kind of just, I just kind of burned out. Um, yeah. I do like the colors though. I mean, honestly, all of these colors are, are good. I like them. I like them a lot actually. Yeah. I do love, love that like that what is it what is so what that purple kind of uh the pearlescent kind of thing where it changes colors yeah i do dig that remember when gibson used to do that in the studio west paul studio yeah they had a green blue one i always loved it 
I don't know. I I think it looks better on that because it kind of reminds me of like a, a car, like a like a kind of yeah. like a street car, like Fast and Furious. You know what, Scott? I think you need one of these. No thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I like all of these colors. What is that like salmon color down there? On the right. Oh. The, Ooh. And there's a shell pink. And that gold one. Mm-hmm. That gold one is, I mean, $1,200. I'm actually wondering, is the the blue to purple one actually just a burst, not um, a pearl? Uh, no, no, it is a burst. Yeah, yeah it really it, is. It's not pearlescent. But yeah. I do love the color, though. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Bucks, it's interesting. $1,300, for sure. yeah. I mean, I dig these. I do love that gold, like, kind of Telecaster thing. Yeah. I'm also, I'm never doing another reverse headstock really i hate tuning it i hate just, toning a reverse headstock because i feel like i'm just like like really tw- i don't know i have a titan I'm, with I'm, it and i'm just like it's the biggest flaw in that guitar it's but it, i mean i don't know i i i'm gonna do reverse headstock on my tally probably you're i'm really I mean, wanting it, to you're totally allowed to do whatever you want i just telling you i'm never buying another reverse headstock guitar yeah, I'm gonna get a reverse maple. I want to do a reverse maple with some sort of nice inlay. Mm. I don't. I'm not. I was thinking block, but I don't want to do block. It's too bulky on that guitar. I need something. I need like a mother pearl inlay. <sighs> yeah. Well, while we're in the themes of new guitar lines, uh, Court has nine new models in its G series for 2023. Um, so super strats basically um that got a little more curvature to them um i don't love them but um what price point are we actually kind of hitting on these is hold on one second i think something happened on okay sorry these two got combined and it's messing with me something got dragged well, um, they do have on some of their dual humbucker methods. They have uh, they have five way switching on them, which is pretty sweet. The Ergo V neck profile. Um, they're using graphite reinforcement on the necks, compound radii. Um, so a lot of premium, actually some premium features on here. Oh, th- this is the three hundred, not the three fifty. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. Um, Go down to the 250. Chewy, no. Sorry. All those features I mentioned aren't there. <laughs> oh, yeah? Some walking tuners, nice. though. And uh, some of them. Yeah, I don't like... some. The court body just always is so off to me. It's a little too far off, right? The The horns are too far away from the neck. Yeah. Too much space. I'm trying to find them on a web on a website so I can actually find like pricing on these things. Because court doesn't do some of the more major. Mm, not bad pricing. No, no, I, I was features. guessing. Oh, sorry, sorry, I was guessing. That's not it. Court, mm. she, court. G three hundred. Oh, the G three hundred was what I was talking about. Sorry, that is in that yeah, line. Yeah, eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah, that price. If that's for the three hundred, that's that's in line with a lot of its competition in that range, though. Like, that's These actually G- like Schecter's hitting that. Pro. Hmm. Is that? Is are these pros? There's a G three hundred raw, a glam, and a two fifty spectrum and 200 which is their entry level can't yeah let's let's just be clear with ourselves no one listening to this is actually buying one of these so let's move on cord also adds acoustic guitars yeah these actually i do like some of these interesting sound hole placement yeah i like the sound hole on the side thing i i might get in your pick out easily um it also 
makes the um so you can tell there's an lr bag system there mm -hmm. makes getting at those controls really easy because you don't have to go around any strings yes and these other ones have some side holes there's a lot of porting on these guitars yeah these are definitely very different very yeah. different guitar um oh. you let's run Cannot down this list here they're not uh, let's see i'm pretty sure they're not available yet our Rosalind Ellie. Oh, this is limited edition. So the one we're um, really looking at is the Rosalind Redux. Uh, yes. It's part of their Masterpiece series. So they move the sound hole up into where kind of the shoulder is on the non-cutaway side. There's actually a second, there's a hole there. And then in where there usually is the rosette and the central sound hole, there's a portrait. Yeah. Let's see. This is going to be an expensive oh. guitar. It's got LR bags, electronics, tusk nut, Godo tuners, ebony bridge, ebony bridge pins, triple A solid Palo Ferro back and sides, five piece neck of mahogany and walnut. Five piece will make that really stout with that cross lamination. Um, pretty, that's a pretty cool guitar. Um, they also have the modern black for it's kind of a jazz instrument, block inlays. Um, oh, those are expensive. Yeah. That Roslyn redo. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get the conversion going on. Bated breath in anticipation right now. I'm holding it. Are, are you still working on it? Yeah, back off. <laughs> you know, you can just type. <laughs> currencies into google and it translates it for you right it didn't that was the problem how okay? much was it how much was it two two seven four eighty in what in dollars um no hold on <laughs> uh what's okay which one's the i don't know if it was pound or euro hold on i did What's the one that looks like an E? That's a that's, that's a, a euro. That's a euro. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought because I I think of it. Yeah, Europe. It looks like an E. It's twenty four hundred dollars American. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, so that's a premium acoustic guitar. It is. I mean, coming from court is always an interesting thing with a price that high. Not saying they can't do it. Also, not just saying they cannot do that quality. Just a Far East made premium acoustic because like that's American guitar right. prices. Right. Now, that is a very ornate guitar that I would honestly, like, if, if that had said Martin on the headstock of it, I'd be like, oh, that's like a $40,000. Yeah. Oh, 40000 I would have been like five to 10. Probably closer to 10 if it was a Martin. If it was, if it wasn't like, if it was, a, if it was part of a line, you know what I mean? If it was something that they're actually manufacturing. Yeah. But like, Martin usually makes like one or two $50,000 guitars a year. Yeah, it's usually, but it's usually extremely ornate. Yeah, and it's made for Nam, and it sells immediately. Yep. All right, you want to know what's not going to sell immediately? Hmm. What's that? Organic pickups. They've launched a series of electric guitar pickups with an innovative modular design that allows you to swap them out in and out of your guitar on the fly. Once you hooked up the base plate to your electric guitar, as you would any other humbucker, you can choose any modular pickup unit from the U series and swap them in. Okay, the question is, I haven't looked. I saw this. And They're I made in collaboration quick. with Relish Guitars, who have been doing a similar kind of thing with magnets for a while. Yeah. Um, looks like they're doing rail pickups with it, too. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Um, the base plates for the... So it's a base plate and a pickup. Um, yes which combined is a, is $200, but right. each pickup is only $70. So the idea of swapping really? them out to compatible things is not that crazy. Now the question is, are the compatible things going to be good? Wait, wait, so it's $130 for the base plate and pickup. Oh, and then the module 70 bucks, so it's even cheaper. So a whole set is $260. Yeah. So what, Sarah? what okay here i'll kiss your boo-boo go to your room please and thank you and kick chewy out chewy come here 
this episode is called we have a real life i said go to your room quit playing with the dog sarah bath for those listeners not catching the video feed uh, my forehead is firmly firmly planted in my hand right now yeah give me oh give me one second sarah bath go now I want to hear that door close. Can you guys guess if she actually went in? My guess oh, is there's the door. <laughs> the door closed. All right, so two sixty for a whole set. That's actually not bad. That's cheaper oh. than Relish's system, if I remember right. So the single pickup set, two two buckers and one mounting base plate, is two hundred dollars. So that's to be able to get two pickups and a, one mounting base plate. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Consider Paul Reed Smith now wants $500 for a set of pickups. Toy Boy, what? Say that again? Like, uh, Paul Reed Smith is now asking like $500 for a set of their pickups. Fuck. <clears throat> wow. This is actually a really good price. Like, really good. Huh. I'm not going to buy them, but like, it's, I mean, if I got another hamburger guitar and want to change the pickups, this might be my route. I mean, again, you're you're at the mercy of what pickups are in this line. It's not like every pickup can be thrown in it. Um, the old Relish system was kind of like this frame that any pickup could kind of be installed into. But if yeah. I remember right, you had to buy everything through Sweetwater and it all had to be done by them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I mean, so they've got an Alnico 2, Alnico, is it Alnico 5 or Alnico V? 5. Okay, that's, I thought so, but like, so Alnico 5 and then Ceramic. Those are their three pickup choices right now. And they're all humbuckers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did the door open? Yeah. <laughs> She's just over there playing with the dog. All right, well, this episode's brought you by laughter of children and not a creepy way. All right, so next we've got our miscellaneous section. Um, I put this in here for Scott, kind of. Uh, to see his uh, i want to hear his opinion so introducing the new sennheiser hd 660 s2 audiophile headphones sennheiser makes a lot of good headphones yeah i don't want a 600 hundred dollar pair of headphones though yeah but i know but people who do audiophiles yeah And the great grand diminishing or the diminishing returns of audio equipment. Um, the average user probably is happy with anything that's 200 to $300 is a premium headphone to them. So jumping yep. to 600 won't be that great. I'll also say these are open back headphones. So um, they will bleed like crazy if you're trying to record at home with them or like game or whatever. But, you know... Um, it's this is really just an update to something they've had in their product line for a while and people love them and they buy them so hmm okay do you think they're worth it um i will not be buying a pair okay but that's fine um how about the nobula cord pilot yeah so this is this does midi chords and arpeggiations in your mod in your is it this in, is for modular, modular. yeah this is pretty crazy so you can actually send it midi looks, to it and it will turn it into a cv module um in chord shapes instead of just a, a normal arpeggiator it's pretty dope yeah i thought it looked cool yeah i mean it's modular everything modular <laughs> is cool 
How much is it? I don't. I didn't even look at the price because I never, never probably could afford it. I wonder how much. It's Actually, their whole product line looks really good. They've got a nice. They've got a nice vibe going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It doesn't. There's. uh, I can learn more, but uh, it's not available yet. I guess. Or it's only. They're only doing limited runs or something. I don't know. Vintage King sells it for four hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's four hundred dollars. All right, and then so there's this next thing. The it's a free amp plugin of the Soldano Slow one hundred. And then the and Laney TF three hundred. And it looks awful familiar. So there's this company called Neuron Tube. Oh. That had Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so it's a free download right now. I uh-huh. downloaded it, um, and it's pretty much ripped off Neural. It down right down to the user interface and parameter placements. You think they just? Yep, because they're in Brazil. This company's in Brazil, so they don't they DGAF about software laws and all that. I guess. Oh. Huh. It's a, boot- a boutique Brazil-based software company that specializes in AI-led or AI LED plugins or AI-led pro- plugins. So what have made? They really this plugin. Yeah, but like, what else have they made? I don't know. I haven't found anything else about them. Audio Singularity. Oh, they have a donation button though. Nice. This is their debut. Oh. Is a two brothers DSP and audio, audio development company. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yep, so they <laughs> I mean I downloaded it. It's been out since September. Yeah. Oh it it, it, it Windows. Um I mean it's... an unrecognized app from starting. Yeah. Oh but be be sure you should you must not republish material from them. Sell let renter sub license or reproduce or digitally copy this material they're funny huh huh it's very interesting yeah yeah very I'm going to be playing with it a little bit later. Huh. I would so. like to run this in a shell so I know what data it's stealing for myself from the piracy that they package in with us or something. Is that what you really think is happening? Um, well, so first off, I think this, you know, this looks just like the neural Oh yeah. Um, interface. And it also, does neural have a laney? One? I don't know. I believe so. Okay. Because they do have a Saldano one, for sure. Yes. Um. Oh, new free Saldano SLO 100 and Laney TF3 100 amps by Audio Single Singularity. Is that who they said this was? Yes. Okay. This is Audio Singularity. Um, I'm trying to think of I, I, Neural does a Tone King they do an SLO I'm trying to remember what other ones they do I don't I don't know I, they might not do a Laney so that's the other like huh what's going on like with that who else did they steal from yeah unless the Laney's part of one of the archetypes but man that UI looks exactly like Neural's yeah 
Hmm. And the whole plugins thing, or the the pedals part of it. Um. Hmm. All right. So, do we think they stole <laughs> software directly and are just repackaging it? I have no idea. Or are they just making it look really, really similar? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, some of this artwork's a little bit different. Still fishy. Very fishy. Anyway, that's our list. We should wrap up the show. Yeah. Yeah. Before we, mm-hmm. one of us falls asleep on the mic. Sorry, I opened up the neuron tube thing. Yeah, yeah. End the show, Diaz. End the show. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go play with this. So I'll see, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening and all like that fun jazz. Like we appreciate. It. We didn't even talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. All right, rating the Super Bowl halftime show. Scott, uh, I think I said a seven out of ten. Yeah, I'm a seven point five out of ten. I'll give it a little bit higher than that. I thought the then, the scaffolding was awesome. That was a really cool I, thing. It was cool. It lasted really long. Though. I mean, that that was the thing. It was basically one set piece, and that was it. Um, yeah, there I were no like, there were no like costume change. Well, she changed her costume a little bit midway through. Um, she added a coat into it, pretty much. Well, it was like rolled up and then like unrolled on her. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I I made the comment of um, how much you want to bet that she was the original costume did not have an undershirt and they made her wear something extra. You think? Yeah. I don't know. There was a lot. I of, thought it was. I, there was a lot of moments where I'm like, I can see somebody being pearl clutching um, with some of the stuff she did, but yeah but that's rihanna i don't know pushing boundaries i mean yeah i mean there was a there was a couple um uh, sexual gestures <laughs> and stuff that mm-hmm. uh were kind of interesting but um i mean really i don't know i a lot of the things that people talked about is it was it wasn't as high energy as some of the shows before i mean the music was but, great and the dancing was great um yeah the fact that she's I mean, the fact that, how many months pregnant in the midst of doing this guess, really does limit how right. much she's able to dance i mean well that was that was the big thing because no it was never announced that she was pregnant this was kind of like her announcement hmm. so like that's why everyone twitter blew up with rihanna pregnant yeah everyone's I, googling rihanna pregnant yeah i mean she had a kid fairly recently already too yes. so there's that side of it yes um, there was there was very little downtime yeah but uh yeah it, it was a cool mix of songs it, was, it amazed me how many songs you still didn't hear that she's had hits from too which is really shows you how much her career has been full yeah there was I, no none of her collaborators came in and did any bits that was kind mm-hmm. of the thing i was like in anticipation of the entire time and so like when it ended i was like oh that was the thing is the Super Bowl really has not been a one artist show for a long time. Well, I mean, it's uh, been Maroon hit or miss some. Uh, yeah. the week, did the weekend bring anybody in when he did his? Okay, good point. I guess I'm used to the collaborations, the like big things. Um, honestly, though, like I said, so in the, the tough part is, is everyone kind of you you kind of forget about some of the super bowl halftime shows because you focus on the ones that like you like the most like we were talking before the episode we were talking about we were just texting actually um so hey y'all cut it out i'm trying to do something sorry and uh we were texting before southern for that one yeah cut it hey hey (laughs) (laughs) you hear yeah shush shush it but um she uh Oh gosh, but like my favorite halftime show is probably Prince. Most likely, it's been it's Prince. I felt like that was one of the most high energy and just like amazing halftime shows. Also, I'm a Prince fan, so that helps. But it was one of those things where like, um, uh, oh my gosh, this is killing me. Uh, <laughs> that's what a three year old dog sounds like. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. And then Prince doing Foo Fighters was phenomenal. That was pretty cool. I feel like we've done this as a topic before. We did. We did the whole list. Remember? Yeah, we read a list. Yeah. Yeah, we did. No, no. But um, so the Prince doing Best of You. I don't know. Do you you 
you don't remember me telling you what that was about, do you? Nope. So the reason why Prince did Foo Fighters was because Foo Fighters actually recorded Darling Nikki, which was a Prince song. And Prince, in his own little mind, has this thing against people covering other people's songs, which is insane because he is one of the biggest ghostwriters. And also, how many people, like Sinead O'Connor doing Nothing Compares to You, that's kind of... I mean, that's a pretty famous performance. I think that's the most famous performance of her of that song. Yeah, for sure. And when, but it was just one of those things. Like Prince was never about people doing his songs. Mm-hmm. Like that was just kind of a thing, unless he like gave you permission. And I guess Foo Fighters really didn't get permission to do Darling Nikki. So Prince on the biggest stage in the world did a fucking Foo Fighters song. Not out of honor, but out of as an F-U oh, on so that, that was a spite song? That was a spite song in the Super Bowl halftime show. Which like, cause like Dave Grohl talked about it and he was just like, I'm just watching the halftime show and fucking Prince does my song. And he's like, but yeah, that, that was kind of a thing. And that's, I think, I'm pretty sure in the performance he went, prince does one of his winks towards a camera like kind of winking towards dave what do you think of the dave Grohl's ode to canada commercial i <laughs> it's weird right yeah i'm like you're i mean what the fuck like what is what is the tie with dave Grohl to canada dave Grohl's what a he's he's like a california kid isn't he Hey man, Crown, if hey. Crown Royal wants to give them the money to do that, they can give them the money to do that. Okay, okay. I just saw my dog with my chirp wheel. You know what those are? Yep. Um, the smallest one around his head, holding on to a shoe, holding the chirp wheel on his snout. Like his snout went through the chirp wheel and bit a shoe. <laughs> with a three-year-old riding him. Okay. I think it's time for us to end this show. Oh, it's been there for a while. Been there? I love how how long was this episode. We said it's gonna be a short one, maybe. No. Nope. All right, guys, go to go to theeffectsloop.com. You got our Instagram, merch, YouTube, email, our Patreon. Thank you once again to all of our Patreon supporters. We we I don't know if we love you, but we tolerate you and we appreciate you. And uh yeah, so we will see you guys next week. Maybe possibly we'll see how tomorrow goes all right bye guys bye
dictionary Why is negativity always drawing out picture Visualize love, energize lives together, together We undefeated, a plan to make well there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't buy